everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lonnan. And this is Volume Up by the Tees. Here we are. We've had two weeks off. And I don't know if you're feeling refreshed because you've been moving. I've been moving. I had a head wound. I slammed into a pendant light without even thinking. Mm, Told the movers that I was fine as blood was gushing from my head. Turns out I wasn't, but I was. I'm fine now. We're good. Like So yeah, a lot of life. Like just square. Like just was putting something (laughs) on my, pulling it from my porch into the main house and then just boom, like just clocked it shattered the glass in a really oh. spectacular oh yeah like spectacular head shaped hole got glass <laughs> on my head glass on my leg glass on no. my wrist oh. don't even like how did that happen i couldn't All tell right. you Damn. and yeah so the movers saw the entire thing while it happened <laughs> and then again my shocked reaction and telling them that i was fine while i was bleeding and clearly not fine so i mean you know. was your wife the doctor present the, my wife, the doctor, was not present. She was supervising <laughs> the three-year-old okay. um, at our other place. And I can't be trusted to do basic apparently. things, apparently. Yes. So, yep. Well, that's yep. done, right? Mm-hmm. And I am yep. definitely not rested either. <laughs> I what did you on, get up to? Well, I'm not really the nature type of gal, but mm-hmm. my 11-year-old absolutely loves to fish. And so... I actually like to fish as well. So we went up to the Canadian boundary waters, might've dipped my toe over the Canadian border. With your passport. Which, which is actually, <laughs> you can be in Canadian waters. You just can't step on foot, foot on land. Ah. So I'm not like, didn't break any laws, but I thought about it. That's very funny. <laughs> there was not Sneaking. a soul. Not a soul for miles. So it was pretty, it was pretty low key. But anyway, we've been up to a lot. We're back. And, you know, we've got some cool news about our guest on last week's episode, the foot nanny, literally everywhere, right? Absolutely everywhere. Could not have been better timing for us to go live with our podcast. We are obsessed with Gloria. Gloria Williams, the foot nanny of the foot nanny brand, right. uh, was featured on Oprah's Instagram, giving a pedicure, which we talk about at length in the podcast in terms of yes. her background and how the brand came to be. Couldn't have been better timing. Honest to God, best person. We loved having her. Uh, we want to have her back. So we hope that you guys liked that episode. And if you did, you should definitely subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all of the places at Read the Tease and send us questions to volume up at the tease.com. We are open to suggestions. If there's a We're guest there. that you are dying to hear about, Kelly and I want to know. We will read that email. We will get in touch with that person and we'll bring them on the podcast. Damn it. Yeah, we will. And in fact, we brought a really interesting uh-huh. interview on the podcast for this week. I interviewed Jesse Skitrell on the new BCH program that allows colorists to get certified online. So Jesse and his team and the board over at BCH have kind of reinvented this process. They're taking it into the future and interesting timing because hi, we're all learning online right now, post pandemic, during pandemic. And so it was, the timing was poised I don't know if you could have written that script better. So Jesse is full of insight and information. Um, excited about this interview. Yeah, you guys are not going to want to miss that. Before we get there, we are going to run down some of our favorite stories on Matisse.com. Our editorial team has been hard at work 
this week, last week, all of the weeks, uncovering what's happening in the industry, diving into brands that you don't know but should. And here are Kelly and my favorite stories yes. that are live on the site right now. Kelly, what's up? What do you well, got? I love a good extension brand. I'm not going to lie. Once you get extensions, mm-hmm. there's literally no going back. Cause it's like, yeah, I'll take <laughs> away half of my hair. No, it's not mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. So our editors dove into some brands that you certainly know, like great links, but there's also some others out there that are popping up, um, whether it's clip in ponytail tapins, um, you know, bead hand sewn, whatever that might be. There's some really cool stylists out there a lot of celebrity stylists that are creating solutions just for their clients. And now they're available mm-hmm. to all of us as well. So check those out. A few of my favorites, certainly great links, but Pris- Priscilla Vallis and colored hair by Violet. Um, she's actually the go-to hairstylist for Carrie Washington. Um, hi, her hair is always flawless. So check mm-hmm. out what they're using um, and kudos to our editors for diving in. Yeah, love that story. Um, Something that I'm interested in is that Bleach London is making its US debut finally in the States. So Bleach London had been long buzzed about, obviously in the UK, arguably the originator of creative color. Um, It's finally, finally making itself known over here. And it's coming to LA, which is good news for me. Um, Not good news. They're advertising a color service starting at $1,000. But, you know... (laughs) <laughs> when in Rome. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the article really goes into sort of the reason why it's finally coming to the States. It's backed by Georgia May Jagger. Yes, that Jagger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a four chair salon concept uh, that is bringing superstar colorist Alex Bronsnell back behind the chair. Uh, she's going to be giving that aforementioned $1,000 bleach experience. Mm. I truly can't wait to see what that space is going to look like. You should go over to thetees.com, read that article, and then go and stalk yeah. Bleach London on Instagram to see sort of the behind the scenes of, of what's coming together for that space. It's due to open this month still. So oh, very much okay. looking forward to that space. And rumor has it, you know, she's Harry Styles stylist. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think a thousand dollar bleach experience would be worth it if you were sitting next to Harry Styles as well. <laughs> I don't know that they can guarantee that Kelly, but if they could, yes, Sign me maybe. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. For me too. I, I also love a good story on men's grooming products because I would say the men in my life probably don't use a lot of skincare products, but no doubt there is a, a line up of those to be used at any time. So seven lab series products, certainly every guy should have in their skincare routine is something that our editors talked about as well. And it's founded to boost confidence in men, certainly improve the look and feel of their skin, but there's a lot of high performance skincare products um, in their lines from serums to cleansers to moisturizers. I know you love a good line. You've got your face, right? I I got, I do. But Mm -hmm. this article made me think that maybe I should consider changing stuff up. I mean, like it's good for the brain. It's good for the skin. Um, I might (laughs) verge from my versed uh, Mm. to check out some of these. Uh, Truthfully, like it's, it's a compelling piece. It made me reconsider. So there's that. You guys should check it out. How many steps is your routine? One, three? Depends on the day. Okay. Um, I feel like I feel like no more than three. If we're including like shower stuff, i.e. exfoliating, maybe it's more. We're really getting into it. Um, Yeah, we are. 
but not like a 10 15 step we're not all right fine. i can't i can't yeah, that's, that's too lot. much stress that's a lot mm-hmm. yeah no shade all but right. not for me all right fine uh, and my favorite article on the site right now, uh, it is Pride Month. This article is very much getting to the core of that, which is supporting uh, the LGBTQIA plus community. Uh, the story is five queer owned hair and grooming brands to support now and always, which we should all do. Instead of going and purchasing that sort of rainbow washed, rainbow themed yeah. thing for Pride Month, go ahead and support, support excuse me, uh, queer owned brands, right? Like our editors did their best to pull five brands uh, and picks. So different products, hair and skin related that you should consider. Uh, but check out those brands in general. Go shop them if you can. We're all about it. So happy Pride. Happy Pride. And as always, so much going on at thetease.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We're proud to publish the stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up is Jesse Skitrell on the new BCH program, allowing colorists to get certified online. Here we go. Today on the pod, I'm interviewing Jesse Skitrell. His experience as a salon owner, creative artist, and hair design educator keeps him in demand among clients and leading beauty companies around the U.S. He comes from six generations of hairdressers in the Northwest, and he's skillfully built over the years a highly respected global career from his trendy base at the Style Garage in Lake Stevens, Washington. He's known for his progressing cutting methods and creating color techniques. His diverse knowledge as a passionate educator is highly visible on major show platforms and is and in his dynamic advanced classroom presentations. Currently, Jesse is a technical coach for Kin North America, as well as an active annual energy Summit presenter for the American Board of Certified Hair Colorists. So quite the intro, Jesse. Welcome to Volume Up by the Tease. Thank you. I appreciate it. Every time I hear somebody talk about me like that, I'm like, I kind of want to meet this guy. This sounds yeah. really cool. And it's, it's, you don't realize you, you were just on the journey. You don't like plan to do no. the journey like that. Isn't sure. that crazy too? How like you set out get to the milestones you're like all right what's next what's next? you know what's, what's next what's next yeah absolutely it's like we made it okay bring it on bring keep it, on. it going <laughs> yeah. okay speaking of the journey we want to hear a little bit about your background I mean six generations of hairdressers yes. what was yeah. that like okay it, it, it's craziness so my mom my grandmother and my uncle all worked in the salon together um, wow. and my mom and my grandmother actually owned a cosmetology school so as a very young child from a very young age, you know, if you cut me, perm solution will come out. It's very, <laughs> um, you know, it's just the way, the way it was. I was a kid of the eighties. So I grew up in the back room of a beauty school basically. And my, you know, I'd go to school and then go sit with mom until she was done with school. So you cut your teeth in the beauty school. My uncle owned a salon just around the corner and he was the wig master for the Seattle opera. So wow. if I wasn't at the school, I was at the salon in the back room setting and doing hair. So I got to learn as a, beauty school student, but I also got to learn as an apprentice at the same time. So, and then we have, you know, we have generations of hairdressers before them as well. So it's, it's been an interesting journey because when I got into cosmetology school, I already had this incredible base of stupidity knowledge is what I call it, <laughs> that you had to make sense of. So I was working kind of backwards a little. Amazing. So, you know, in the back of your, your mother's, um, 
school, like when did it hit you that this is, this is going to be my path? Like oh, early on, you knew. Uh, yeah. My mom tells stories that I was two and she'd bring me to school to, to cosmetology school. And I was brushing on mannequins and I would tell them too that I was going to be a hairdresser. Yeah. I knew early on, she's like, this was just the path for you. And so just get out of the way. That's amazing. Yeah. So following the family footsteps, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. Literally. literally. Okay, so then take take me through the journey of kind of after cosmetology school, all of the things that you got your hands into and into where oh. you are today. Oh, it, it's been an it, it's been an interesting journey because I couldn't I couldn't have written this even if I tried, and I could not have planned this even if I tried. I right out of cosmetology school was actually a nail tech. I used the okay. nail portion of my license, and I was an, a nail artist, and then I did a little bit of hair on the side as well, not on the side, but with my clients as well. And um, I got married and ended up, my first set of children was twins. And so he, here, I, you know, so mom couldn't work. And um, so I had these these twins and we weren't making money. And I was like, oh, screw this. So I went to do an apprenticeship with the high-end shishi poo-poo salon in town okay. and did, did my time there and cut my teeth and went, um, this sucks really bad, you know, because <laughs> you're almost 10 years in by this point and you're like, I'm going to start all over. And I ended up at a salon in a very nice high-end district and um, they needed help really, really bad. And so I hopped in as the education director and I had okay. through that point, up to that point, I had actually gone and taught cosmetology school and gotten my license as an instructor as well. Wow. So I, I paid off my beauty school by be going back and becoming an instructor. You know, I'm okay. sure a lot of us have that same story. And um, so I had my educator's license and the salon picked me up as an education director. And in that, I started working for a manufacturer because um, the color line that we were using at the salon, we had just changed hair color lines. And for whatever reason, I got it better than anybody else. And I don't have a problem with learning really quickly on the fly. So I went to work for them as the color company as a part-time educator as well. So through my local distributor, so I developed that relationship. Sure. So I was in the salon, educate, education director of the salon. Then I became a regional edu educator for my distributor. Then the manufacturer picked me up as a, a rented, rented educator. And then from there, I actually went to work for them in wow. sales and education and okay. left the salon environment. So how yeah. was that so, leaving the salon environment? Did you enjoy oh. that? I mean... No, I absolutely, I absolutely loved it. I was ready. I, <laughs> okay. I, I was absolutely ready at that point. I had at that point gotten a divorce in my life and um, it was, it was time to, to, to take things in, into a little bit of a different direction. You learn really quickly how to manage a administrative job is totally different than hairdressing. And, you know, I remember my boss saying, <laughs> have a door on your office so you can close it and put it away and there will always be something going on. It's a big vortex and you're standing in the middle. There's always something to do. <laughs> and as I, well, you, and you get it as a hairdresser, yeah. we think if we just keep working, just keep working, it'll stop at some point. It does not happen that way when you're in an administrative position. And it's been, uh, it, it took a while to get that adjusted. And um, I've learned really quickly. I work well on my own. I work very, okay. very well on my own. And so that's been to my benefit. Um, and that's why I continue my relationship with Kin Hair Color actually up to this day, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that's a that's a quite an evolution of a career, right? It's like you tried out each part. Literally, I've done every <laughs> single component. Well, then in uh, what was it, 2008? 
2008, the economic collapse happened. The oh, yes. brand I was teaching for was Cottus Hair Color, K-A-D-U-S. Okay. Cottus yeah. was originally a Procter & Gamble company, and I worked for the master importer. Well, the bottom was falling out of the market, and Cottus had been pulled off the market. They literally came into the U.S. and said, here you go. I, at that point, had started using YouTube a lot because a lot of my customers okay. were remote. And so I had a channel called Cottus Guy. So I was learning video and I was launching and editing and I had my home salon and I was taking in models, you know, and I would get, I'd get questions on, you know, full head bleach and tone with your product. And so I would just shoot a video and post it. Oh, cool. And so I had a whole, whole channel called Cottus Guy and Cottus came in and said, hey, we're killing the brand. Have a nice day. And so I was like, uh, okay. I was left kind of hanging. Yeah, here, have a nice day. And yeah. we now know Cottus differently and it's even pronounced differently. Yes, yes. It, it, it's a whole different game. So from that point, I actually went and bought a salon and jumped okay. right back into salon ownership life. So the only hat I really hadn't worn. So jumped right into salon ownership life. And I just sold my salon um, oh. January, 2020 to my business partners just before COVID um, and in that salon environment, we developed a direct entry apprenticeship program in our state. So that's an opportunity Great. in our state. And um, that program has since gone federal. So I have the opportunity to do this in 50 states and it's ballooned. So we run in five different states currently at the moment. Wow. And so that's really my other hat and my other job. And that had become such a huge thing that I left my business partner and said, hey, you're going to need to take on the salon. I'm going to take this piece over here. And then I just do a small handful of clients still, you know, okay. you have those the sure. loyal ones. I have a salon now attached to my house. And so I, I do a ton of hair and a lot of desk work. Yeah. As well. Can't so. shake the hands and hair, right? Like the creativity no, of it. Like you just, you, you, you can't. And there is, there, that was, that's a good, good point. At a certain point, sitting behind a desk, after a while you go, I just freaking want to touch some hair. And so I, you never can really let that component go away. Sure. I found it yeah. really can never go away. The passion is rooted deep. And so for the, oh, yeah. those of, those of our listeners that are, are learning about you and all of your initiatives, you talked about the other side of your business. Can you explain <laughs> to everyone what that is and what you've been up to? Well, well, the other side of my business is the apprenticeship program. And it's just kind of a nice, happy accident how things happen. I, uh, just to back up for a second, I became yep. board certified in 1997. Okay. It was, it had barely launched. My book was actually in black and white. Hmm. Um, I did it on a dare. I had heard about no the way. American board certified hair colors. Yep. My salon owner came to me and said, Hey, you should do this. And she's like, the next test is in two weeks in Seattle. And I'm like, sure. And so I, I passed. I'm like, I, by awesome. the grace of God, I was a stupid idiot at that point. I'm <laughs> full and cocky. And I didn't know that I shouldn't probably have passed. So I did. Um, and that dramatic, that course dramatically altered everything. So from there, I went to the first energizing summit and we, they had a speed foiling competition. Oh, so no way. We were all, it, it was, it was so much fun and we would speed foil. So I practiced, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And I won. And um, That's they, awesome. they were so, the director, Andre, was so impressed with the lift and so on and so forth. He offered me an opportunity to teach at the Energizing Summit. And so I've been teaching there since for 19 of the 20 years that wow. um, it's been in existence. So okay. yeah, uh, it's been quite interesting. So I was also simultaneously already teaching with the Energizing Summit and had a love affair okay. there as well. And then I developed my apprenticeship program and that has become my full-time job sitting at a okay. desk with a little bit of hands-on hair. And 
Um, the what happened is the to kind of regenerate things as we all know the American Board Certified Hair Colorists um, had a their certification experience that they had that traveled around the country and the illustrious leader Andre had a stroke in 2019 mm-hmm. at the Chicago um, oh. event no Boston excuse me it was Boston okay. Okay. event and that was kind of kind of messy and he hasn't had the ability to recover from it mm. um so you know the the things moved on and the board ch- tried sure. to move on um and then his wife had a heart incident in the middle of covid who would have been his second in command and take taking care of things and she's you know it is what it is and we all know how things eventually end so um that kind of incapacitated the company for the sure. most part and the board unfortunately wasn't able to kind of pull it together Okay. Um, and so they approached me and said, hey, I, because my apprenticeship program is all online. It's virtual. Everything we do is virtual. We've been doing it for eight years virtually. That's like amazing. That. So we, we know how to do it. Uh, and I already don't have a problem with it. So we were going to take the whole thing virtual. Unfortunately, it became very clear really fast that there was the demise was inevitable okay. of the American board. It wasn't going to be a long term plan. I have there a certificate on my wall and it felt really near and dear to me to make sure that not just my certificate but everybody that's gone through that effort that that energy didn't die that that effort didn't die so um, I partnered up with a couple of other educators that have taught at the energizing summit and said hey how what what are your thoughts on how we can keep this going Um, what can we do and since we already had the assets and the information on how to pass sure. the exam, we decided that we could take this whole thing online ourselves and take it basically take it over. So we formed the Board of Certified Hair Colorists. So completely different bo- people, none of the okay. existing b- board from the ABCH. So because there's always a question of, didn't you just change the name and do something? No, we really okay. didn't. It's actually a whole new set of people. Um, we have Peggy Schmolt, who's the president. Um, Peggy has an apprenticeship company as well in Colorado, um, and she's works with the PBA. And then we also have Tony Mondragon, who is the vice president. Um, Tony is, and she's the education director. Tony okay. had set up a, a whole separate company before this for the last 12 years, hmm. where she coached people how to pass the exam. So she okay. knew it. She'd been an evaluator. She's board certified, been an t- ed- educator at the summit. And she, so she knew the exam better than anybody else, like the back of her hand. And, and she had been coaching against it virtually online. So she knew the problems okay. and the foibles. So we said, hey, psh, here we go. And it's kind of been the dynamic duo. We, uh, I think we made this decision the first week of February and we're getting, we're launching our first test is going to be testing at the end of June. So it's Whoa. been, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. <laughs> and we, we got nine dates on the calendar for next year. So it's, it's very exciting. So take me through the process on someone that wants to be, you know, board certified hair colorist. What, it, what does that entail from kind of the mm. start to finish? Um, it's about a 10 week rotation. So we, what we do is we do a, um, we take you through from beginning to end. Um, it's about a 10 week rotation. So we okay. launch a, what we call the principles learning path. And the, in the principles learning path is the study materials, the actual reading materials, there's um, videos, there is audio as well on what's expected on the exam. There's tests throughout the whole process. You're connected with Tony, who is your coach, um, and she coaches you through the process. So we have an orientation meeting virtually. Watch, walk you through everything. We set up due dates 
for it. Um, and then she does coaching meetings throughout the process as well. <clears throat> Everything's done via Zoom. Okay. So they all, everybody has a higher understanding. Part of the problem that we experienced with the previous rendition of this is that the, the pass rate was quite low. And okay. part of it is because people didn't, they had questions that weren't getting answered because all we were doing is reading materials and you really had to kind of frame your own reference. So this way okay. you actually have somebody that you, you can frame as well. We do that over a 10 week period. And then we have a two day test out. Um, the wow. two day test out works on a Sunday, Monday. On Sunday, they actually, we open up the test and everything's done um, in Canvas, which is our online learning portal, which is the largest okay. virtual classroom in the world. Every university mm -hmm. uses it as well. Um, on the first day, they take their written component to the exam, which is very easily done online. And then they also take their interactive assessment online. On the interactive okay. assessment, so written has 250 questions. We have a, wow. a test bank of 500 questions. It has 250 okay. questions. Some of them are multiple choice, true and false. Um, and it, they're randomized. So we have no idea which questions that you're going to get. The interactive assessment, we have about 30 different actual interactive assessments where you see a model's picture and you huh. actually have a video of the consultation, where okay. she's at, what she's been and where she's going. Wow. And then you actually have to formulate using non-manufacturer based terms, how you would formulate that. And we, you have to do five of those. You don't do a total okay. of 30. You pick five. Again, they're randomly chosen, so we don't choose them. Um, one of the things that we really put into this program is we wanted to make sure that it was diverse. Okay, so you'll sure. see a lot of a lot more Afro-descent hair going on as well as represented, as well as a lot of darker categories. So you, you've got a full range going on as well. So we have no idea what you're going to get. In the interactive assessment, you fill out basically a PDF form that says, um, what level she is. And there's okay. I, it's a 62, 62 point checklist of different things that we're looking at. And then you have a chance to comment on every single one. And then uh, it's what's called moderated grading. So okay. we actually have three different evaluators, assessors that take a look at it. They assess and they give it a point structure between one and five. Okay. Um, and each one of the line items has its own point structure as well. And then we have a fourth assessor who is the is the tiebreaker who basically creates what is the actual. So that that helps in case somebody's really a low grader all the time, okay. or somebody's a really high grader. This allows for the sense. average to be. So that is a very fair moderated. Um, and we have model answers that have been created. So obviously we know what some of the ideal answers are going to be for some of these case studies as well. Got it. So it sounds incredibly comprehensive, right? Oh, yes. It's extremely <laughs> comprehensive. So you have, a, awesome. you have a written uh, interactive, we have an oral component, and we have a performance component. So day two, they're going to do their performance component. In the performance component, that's done via Zoom. Okay. And we have three assessors that are assigned. And it's actually funny because people go, oh, you're going to get away with a lot more on Zoom. How can you do this virtually? It's actually harder virtual because I can record it all and I can go sit back and look. Okay. You couldn't do that before. It's okay. So yeah. before I had to, if I didn't see you do it, I had to assume <laughs> you did it. Now I can go oh. back and check whether you, whether you did it or whether you didn't do it, whatever the sure. case may be is. So um, each candidate 
has three assessors that are actually assigned to them. They are partnered off into, into a room and then each assignment is done. So it starts off with a general meeting with Tony who explains the whole process and how this is all going to go. And a lot of that is explained in the study portfolio. Okay. And then they, they are physically assessed at that point. And then the assessors go back into Canvas and assign their grades accordingly um, in each area. They have to do four different quadrants on the mannequin. There okay. is a uh, two that are assigned, one which is just a traditional highlight with a slice weave combo, one that is a highlight retouch. And then you have two sections that are optional. So we assign them. You don't know what you're going to be assigned until the date of that you get there. Wow. Uh, we have a gray section. In that gray section, it could be a gray reduction. It could be a tone on tone. Okay. Um, in the pre-prepared section, it could be a bleach retouch. It could be a reverse highlight. It could be a, um, a highlight low light. That would okay. be the other okay. option. So you have no idea what you're going to get till you actually physically get there. So you have to be prepared. And then at the very end of it is the orals. And in the orals, okay. we ask um, eight different questions, okay. um, two, two that are corresponding to your highlights and your natural highlight retouch. And then the rest of the questions are oral questions where you've, you're, the question pops up on the screen for you and you have to quickly videotape yourself answering it. You really don't have time to prepare. Oh. And then it's auto automatically locked in. And that's what gets That's assessed. your answer. You're, and you're we there. have the model answer. Yes. So wow. you have to be prepared. The, the key point to this <laughs> is, the, the key point specifically to the orals is, have you prepared your shtick? Do you, okay. you know how it is in the salon. With, right. In that consultation, we have words we use, we have a dialogue, we have a script. Did you give it enough thought to where you okay. sound fluid with that? And that's a lot of what we're testing. So the combination of the grades from those four pieces determine your certification. Wow. And yeah. then you know you mentioned before kind of the pass rate. Um, do you anticipate your pass rate being higher with this new sort of system or? Um, our goal is for the pass rate to be higher in the system. Sure. Historically, in the past, it was 50%. Only 50% of the people actually passed. Okay. Um, they have the opportunity to retake the sections that they didn't pass on. Sure. So they, they can definitely. Our, our goal would obviously be, you know, we want at least a 70 to 75% pass rate. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. With the combination of coaching um, and the ability to retake pretty fluidly, because now you're not having to travel somewhere. It should True. be, we okay. feel like the that's the big piece that's missing is we no longer have to pick everything up and go to another city and fly and pay for hotel. You sure. don't have to do any of that anymore. And so we have a lot of um, people that are approaching us from other countries. I think I've, Egypt is probably huh. the part of this I've seen thus far. Oh, no way. Wow. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And people are very excited about it. How many? We can't keep uh, up. Really? Like, okay. No, it's, it's, I get anywhere from three to four requests daily for more information. And I, I, I just can't create the information fast enough and get back to people. And people are getting upset because I can't respond fast <laughs> enough. And I'm like, I, there's one of me and a hundred thousand yeah. of you. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's an interesting and wonderful what sort of problem. problem to have. Yeah. How do you feel? I mean, you obviously took something like timing wise, the pandemic, things shut down, the need for online education. I mean, you were set up to really capitalize on that. Take me oh, through yes. like your thought process on that. I mean, well-timed, I right? couldn't have done this better I, if we tried. I And I didn't plan it. I uh, Honestly, we didn't plan it. One of the things that I would say is I had a mentor a long time ago okay. say to me, when the 
when the tide goes out far, you figure out who's swimming without a swimsuit. And so you have to be really, in this industry specifically, you have to be really, really aware of when the tide is going to change. Sometimes it's a riptide and it's going to take you with it. And I think having that awareness and adjusting as you go sets sets the stage for success. I had no way of planning or knowing that any of this would possibly ever happen, but we were in the right place at the right time. And part of the reason that my apprenticeship program was developed to be online was we were working with a, a, and sometimes it's just doing the right thing. We were working with a nonprofit group called Justice and Soul. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. Yes, I am. Um, And who adds that up? James, uh, Matthew Fairfax from James oh. Allen, James Allen Salon. Oh my in gosh, Seattle. that's a He's that's a blast from my past. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, they're incredible, incredible organization. Incredible organization. And oh. we we developed this program with them in mind because okay. he he had gone international with his program and could create apprenticeship there, but he needed something here on the domestic side. Okay. And so we developed it to be hands off for that reason because we need the that survivor person to be in their salon and feel the love from their salon and, and the support sure, more than anything sure. else. And it, so we, that's why we developed online. So we got this online thing and we already knew how, and yeah. Tony had already been coaching against it. I mean, it's just wow, insane, insane. Tell our listeners a little bit about that foundation. I know that's a little off our direct no, topic good. today, but it, it's, it's such a wonderful cause. Oh, uh, the Justice and Soul Foundation yeah. helps individuals who have been trafficked to gain a career in our industry. It's part of their recovery cycle of coming out of being trafficked. It's such an incredible organization. Mm-hmm. And the way that they do that is they start, they've started with their international effort um, where they actually have an apprenticeship-based salon in um, Pen on Pen. And yeah. it, they bring these people in that are um, they've gone through counseling, they're in very unique living situations, and they're actually apprenticed into our industry and helps them get out of that lifestyle right. and get into our industry and lower the barrier for entry. And it's been an interesting learning experience on this side because a lot of okay. our people have to be trained. It's not just a matter of, you know, walk outside and help somebody. Sure. They, you really have to work with state agencies. You have to understand the mindset you have to have a culture that's in place. Not every salon yeah. has the culture that's in place to absorb it. Um, so it, insanely incredible organization that is, and he's done some beautiful stuff even through the pandemic. I mean, they yeah. were hit just as hard in, sure. in Phnom Penh. So. Absolutely. So it, outside of the online color certification, where do you uh-huh. see, like what's next for color? Oh, good. <laughs> um, I, I would say everything's been done. But I think we're going to see some technology shifts more than anything else. The thing that there's two parts to hair color. There's always the science and the formulation, which is product driven. And then there's the artistry. When we talk about balayage, when I'd like my my good friend, Lisa uh, Lisa Hartwalker, that does Lisa Loves Balayage and that type of stuff, the beautiful, beautiful work. On the other side is the products. And the thing I've noticed is the products have virtually stayed the same for the last 80 years. They're more alike than they're not alike. Um, you can go from one company to the next. And that's part of our goal at the BCA just to kind of flatten that, that playing field. Okay. I think the, and by eliminating some of the marketing dialogue and getting to a real non-manufacturer based dialogue, okay. I think that's where we're probably going to see some of the efforts because I see a lot of conversation about 
um, toner right now and toner aging or fading too fast. And I actually heard a colorist on social media the other day say, well, toner is temporary. Toner is really not temporary. Hmm. And so, but manufacturers have put, made it so that this is how it works. Ah, yeah. Or we're slapping shades EQ on for five minutes. So I think we're going to see better quality coming out where we actually have permanent no lift hair color that, you know, you can do a full head highlight and still be able to tone and have a permanent long lasting result. I think we're also going to see more permanency in, um, in, uh, vibrant fashion shades. Okay. And I think we're going to see a shift to lift and deposit colors that actually worked. We've been playing with them for years. Everybody, every, a lot of manufacturers come out with, you know, magma is a great example. It lifts and deposits in one step, but I think we're going to see that perfected in the very near future here. We're seeing some bleaches on the market. Um, Blonde Solutions is a great example of a bleach that's lifting and depositing and just taking the market by storm. So I think we're going to see some product technology advances and thinking about hair color differently. Um, I know Kin is a, a really great example. They're looking at bringing on a, um, ec- a economic uh, packaging. So it's a larger mm. packaging size. What I, and if you think about it as a consumer, we used to have a hair consumer. We used to have Goldwell, where you had 16 applications of a level one. I don't need that. I have sweets. But at the same time, I need you know 12 applications of a 6N. Sure. What if I had a larger packaging? So I think things hmm. like that. Okay. I think right. manufacturers are beginning to think and listen a little bit from our perspective. Right. Um, and again, they're being forced to because the tide's gone out a little bit. They, they're figuring it out really yeah. quick. So I'm seeing some innovative stuff like that. Great. Any other, you know, as the tide is out, what other, what, yeah. what's next for our industry? I mean, We've uh, been shook, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, where are we going? Really? Yeah. Uh, I think sweets are still going to continue to be a thing for a while. I think one of the biggest changes that this has forced us to do is where we would power book and double book and cram them all in. I think we're rethinking the service cycle and the service mm-hmm. approach a little bit differently. Um, I was working with Coastline Education um, on the East Coast, okay. and they have a product called Get Pure, which is a purifier, and that purifies the hair in about 10 to 15 minutes, very mm. um, as, as a prep. And they talk about doing the purifier first, the haircut, and then applying your color so that it utilizes, right, I so see. it's backwards. Right. And they're apl- applying color on damp hair. And um, I, I, I see hair colorists embracing that a little bit more and looking at what they're offering, um, even if it's in a small boutique salon situation, I don't think clients okay. are going to be really quick to come running back into the salon and be in a room full of, you know, 200 people. The large mega salons that we used mm-hmm. to have probably aren't going to be what they were before. I think we're going to see yeah. a lot more boutique and I don't think we're going to see the big stuffed power booking that we used to see. Yeah. So. That's a, that's that's a great perspective, and and certainly thanks for sharing. And I think thanks. certainly you're right on on all of those levels. I mean, manufacturers are listening more. You know, from yeah. my perspective, we're seeing a lot of packaging, even environmental sort of yes. concerns bubbling to the top because now as consumers, we just expect those things. You know, right. was it like a nice to have a few years ago? But now it's like, what to have to? It's yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely a have to have. And I think what's interesting is manufacturers, even the big boys have learned, and I'm, I'm going to say it, Olaplex did this. If you don't figure out how to do it, there is somebody that will, that's mm-hmm. a small little dude, that's going to figure it out and I make know. an incredible company. out. I mean, Olaplex is a great example. You can't say Olaplex Ooh. without having a conversation. No. 
Yeah, and there's some of those right. companies that Blonde Solutions is a great one to okay. keep an eyeball out. K18 is another one that I would keep my eyeballs on that has come out of the middle of nowhere. But these little uh, right. mom and pop chemists that are come, uh, partnering up with hairdressers and figuring it out, either the large manufacturers figure it out or these people will. Yeah, one of the you're two. right. It is kind of fun to see the ingenuity of oh, yeah. somebody just digging in and, and getting it, you know, like yeah, I love that right. entrepreneurial piece. It's, it's, yeah. it's what drives. And not taking no, don't take no right. for an answer. Right. Just because it's always been done this way does not mean that we have to always do, do it. it that way. Right. So, exactly. Sorry, no, I love it. The riles. <gasps> okay. Okay. <laughs> Anything else you want to add about what you're up to for the rest of the year? Um, you know, uh, any innovations that you've got in your back pocket would love to know what you're going to tackle next. A couple of different things we're going to do with the BCH is we're adding texture, um, certification as well, oh, because cool. That's great. We, we found there's a huge need for that. And especially with, with Peggy and I being apprenticeship programs, we see it a lot with salons where there's a, there's a definite deficit totally. to how texture is being taught. And we, we really want to normalize the conversation and just have it be part of who it is yep. um, and, and what it is. So that's a huge deal that's coming. We are um, rewriting the study portfolio for the board certified hair colors as we okay. speak. So that's a huge edit that's gonna be happening um, between now and next year, the end of next year at the latest. Okay. Um, and texture certification will be added on top of that. So, you know, and taking a look at the testing criteria and seeing if we can change it in any Say way. And the interactives are a great example. Historically in the past, interactives, when you showed up at the site was literally a picture. You had her mm, regrowth I and her see. outgrowth and here's the scenario. We okay. actually have not only the pictures, but we have a virtual conver uh, conversation in video. So you get to actually see the conversation. Oh. So you get more context and then you have the written scenario. So Smart. we're utilizing tech tools to our, uh, you know, yep. get the whole story on what exactly is happening. So, wow, yeah. that's definitely many notches up from the old school way of doing <laughs> it, right? <laughs> we're, we're, it's def, definitely notches, definitely right. notches above. And our, our goal is to continue to look at the process. We're, we're looking at um, becoming NCCA certified this year, okay. which is a national certification group that um, oversights certification programs. Okay. And we wanna make sure that they're approved. And what that means is they're gonna look at every piece and process along the way, and they've already begun okay. that process and measuring it against the standards and make sure that hmm. not only is public safety put into place, but the testing mechanism and is the testing mechanism fair, equitable, and is it kept up to date? That's the most important oh, okay. part. Up to date. Is, is it kept right. up to date? And they're the oversighting agency for all certification programs to make sure that they're holding to that bar. Wow. So you're doing some work on yourself too, right? Oh, As yes. a company. Oh, I yeah. mean, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it, we want to make sure that the structure is there. Our goal here, we're a nonprofit. So this isn't about making money. This is about serving the industry, number one, and making sure that the effort goes. We want to have a legacy company. We want to have something that lives on past us. And what we found yeah. really quickly with the pandemic was our predecessors, as wonderful as their intent was, did not set it up to be a legacy company. Sure. And when something happens, we need to be able to say, hey, where's the next generation that's going to drive this yeah. bus? And what's the next version of that going right. to look like? That's smart because, years? you know, that education piece, it's like, how what has evolved right in education right. and like just the texture piece is missing from schools or certifications is yep. 
crazy, right? I mean, and thankfully we're adding that all back in, but you know, yeah. I don't know what percentage of of education stylists are getting on textured hair specifically, but you know, we all it's have little. a texture of hair, right? It's well, yeah, absolutely. And what's interesting to me is, and what I, I love is we use pivot point in the apprenticeship okay. program. And because when you go to take the state exam, most people don't understand the uh, National Institute of Cosmetology wrote the exam. The questions have to be in the Milady textbook or pivot point. Those are really, so you really Got get it. one of two. So you have Got to use it. one or two. We choose pivot point. And one of the hugest reasons we choose pivot point is the diversity. So okay. you will see Afro descent hair taught right next to European descent hair. This is how you would do it on this texture. This is how right. you would do it. And it's, and it's represented all the way through and it's just a part of it. It's not a question. It's yeah. not a conversation on, we, or, or yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it, the chapter that's ethnic. Yeah. Don't get me started. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, so I, I yeah. that's really where we want to go is making sure that conversation is just that exposure is totally. there. Yeah, minimum. that's great. I mean, it sounds like you're checking all the boxes and then some. We're trying. So, kudos we to you. Thanks. It does Appreciate not, it. it does not just happen on its own. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're driving a bus here for my big desk in my office. <laughs> I love it. All right. So now we're to the portion of our quick takes where we're going to ask okay. you some questions related or unrelated to the industry. Okay. So the first one is bar soap or body wash. Oh, body wash definitely all right you know what i had somebody the other day say both depends on the mood you, you know what's funny is my <laughs> husband loves he loves the squatch soap and he has a, the okay. subscription he loves that yes he loves the bar soap he won't touch my body wash but it's just fine <laughs> take your hands off mango that's mango mango body wash that's my favorite that's your wash. deal okay got it love it love it okay what are you streaming right now whether it's podcast oh. netflix hulu let's hear it um the <laughs> The Crown, and okay. just infatuated with The Crown and Pose are the two. Um, and you're gonna, I, I don't judge me harshly. TikTok, <laughs> I cannot get enough of TikTok. You're, all, you're a TikTok is, junkie. Yes. Are you kidding? I cannot <laughs> stop with the freaking TikTok. It's just off the charts. So it's just, it's fascinating I love it. to me. I love it. I, love I mean, hours, the amount hours. of content out in the world for our eyeballs and brains to consume is literally mind blowing, right? It's yeah, like, absolutely. It's uh, oh yeah. Hours, hours. And I've learned a lot of stuff, learned yes. a lot of, a lot of, um, how to run a company LLC here, you know, little snippets of LLCs yeah. and stuff. It's just fascinating content. Anyway. You know, it's funny because my kids will watch TikTok and then they'll pull this random fact out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh yeah. How did you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Cause it's kind of like Google is forced a right. topic in front of you for right. 60 seconds. Yes. And whereas they would have to go to Google and search it. Otherwise mm -hmm. they would probably wouldn't have done that. I've had that. I've totally. absolutely had that happen with my kids as well. And I'm like, the hell did you get that piece of information? Yeah, that's, okay. We're not teaching that. I, don't, I mean, no. and I had to go to an encyclopedia Britannica to get my oh, information. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Card catalog. We had to do the Dewey decimal system and the card You're like, catalog. There it is. <laughs> no. I was trying to explain that to my, our youngest is 18. He just turned 18. Okay. I was oh, like, wow. you, you, and he, and he yeah. Googles everything, you know, right. and, and, or sometimes they'll just ask because he doesn't want to Google. I'm like, do you realize <laughs> we had to go to a card catalog, pull a reference book. We couldn't even leave the damn library. Find a book. Oh, yeah. 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 Find yeah. the information. Yeah. I mean, dang, life has gotten yeah. easier for sure. Yeah. Way, <laughs> way, way easier. Google. 
Okay, outside of your mango body wash, what is one product that you cannot live without? And it can be beauty industry, it can be food, it can be housewares, like what, what is your thing? Oh, uh, Dragon's Blood Hyaluronic Acid it what? Mask. It's, it's called Dragon's Blood Hyaluronic Acid Mask. My daughter okay. got it in some Ipsy subscription. Okay, I'm gonna write and this she down. Did, it was insane in the membrane. What? It is okay. it's gelatinous like hyaluronic acid okay. and you put it on in the shower and let the steam do its job. And seriously, uh, it knocks some your, uh, yeah, no, not even Joshin. Right. Hyalur- okay. Dragon's Blood Hyaluronic Acid, love it. Okay, I'm gonna check Can't that out. That. All right, it's on my yeah. list. And last okay. but not least, <laughs> advice for those who wanna make it to the top of our industry. You've worn so many hats, all of the categories. So what is the overarching thing that you've learned to get you where you are today? Listen and don't listen for intent. Be aware, be flexible and have an outcome in mind okay. in that order. Okay. Very, very, very important. Um, listen, listen to what's being said and listen to what's not being said. Be aware of what's going on and aware of what changes are coming at you, whether you see them or not, and try to step back, you know, be flexible in how you do it. Um, and, and you might have to course correct. You might have to change. Sure. I mean, we had that happen in the middle of the BCH exam. We had to literally chop everything up and go this direction um, and have kind of an outcome in mind. Begin with the, the end in mind. Okay. Begin with where do you, where do you see this going? That doesn't right. mean that's how it's going to come. That just means you're on the road. That means you're visualizing. Cause sometimes if you visualize the end result, the steps will show themselves. It's sure. amazing how it manifests itself. It's weird. I love it. Really I love weird. it. Um, and then finally, where can we, where can we keep tabs on you? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, if you check, if you check out the BCH website, which is not up currently at the moment, okay. because I'm working on it very, very hard. It should be up any moment, any day now, okay. um, board certified haircolorist.com, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, everything is there for every single right. assessor, every single evaluator. And you can follow us all from beyond, beyond, beyond and our apprentice programs are there too. So. Well, and do you have a TikTok channel? Because you're going to need one. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I'm actually working on one with a, a mm-hmm. friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have an alter ego and her name's Lana. She's from Oklahoma. So oh. she's, she'll be showing up. <laughs> she's very heavy chested. So, you know, we've got to figure out how to get them in the camera. So well, yes, there might be a TikTok channel okay. in the future. You let me know. I'll be your first follower. <laughs> okay. It's not going to be appropriate for kids. I promise. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Is that your part trucker vibe? Yes. Oh, yes. It's going to come out. Yes. That's it, Lana. It <laughs> Miss Lana. Lana. I love it. It's amazing. All right, Jeff, what did you think? Great interview, right? I mean, absolutely of the time. Like, let's get all of this online at this point. Uh, kudos to them for spearheading this. Loved that. All right, be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and TikTok at Read the Tees and send in questions to volumeup at thetees.com. Volume Up is a Tees Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Stephen Jobber. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode and to Josh Landowski for editing so you can watch and listen on YouTube.